evening and welcome to the Super Happy Radio Hour. We are coming to you live via podcast from the Magnetic 375 Theater in the historic River Arts District of Asheville, North Carolina. I'm Jill Summers, your host and narrator for tonight's Super Happy Radio Hour. Please welcome to the stage tonight's Super Happy Players, Adam Arthur, Sarah Felmet, Carrie Kimbrell Kimsey, Cody McGuark, Darren Marshall, and Rodney Smith. theme, Existential Ennui. That's not really the theme, but our writers were too whacked on whiskey and weed to come up with any kind of consistent through line. <laughs> our first story brings us to an outdoor cafe on the west side of town. Two old friends who have not seen each other in many months sit down for a long overdue lunch. Oh, this is nice. Yes, it is. It's been so long. I know. Whatever were we fighting over? I couldn't remember if I tried. Whatever it was, I'm sure it was nothing. Of course it was. By the way, you look fab-o. Thank you. And you, you look just alive, simply glowing. Go on, I do try to take care of myself. I can tell. Pilates? Three days a week. I go four. Do you? Oh, plus Zumba on Saturday. <laughs> How about that? You know, you should really look into fasting once a month like me. It'll help with all your skin tones. <laughs> What's wrong with my skin tones? Oh, <laughs> nothing. N nothing, really. Uh, nothing you can notice from a distance. <laughs> oh, whatever were we talking about? Oh, <laughs> I can't remember. After all, we are all growing older. <laughs> yes, some of us faster than others. <laughs> Ladies, have you made a decision yet? The special is very popular today. Oh, it does sound tempting. I agree, very. But uh, I think I'll take the tuna salad sandwich. Uh, may I substitute the side of fries for fruit? Certainly, ma'am. Uh, ma'am, have you decided? Ma'am. Ma'am, I know you are trained to be polite, but I'm not quite old enough to be called ma'am. Katie, a mature woman like yourself should be appreciative of your status. You are so right. I apologize. For lunch, however, I'd rather have something, I'd rather not have something as heavy and rich as uh, my friend. So I shall have a grilled chicken Caesar, but I'll have the dressing put to the side. Of course. Anything else? Uh, yes, actually. I'd like to change my order. Just a house salad, please. Uh, do you have any locale dressings? We have a... Uh... Uh, just pick one. <laughs> I'll be glad to do that. Just, sir, does the house salad have cheese? White cheddar from Ash County. Oh. No wonder you go to Pilates four days a week with that diet. <laughs> you know what? Change my order as well. I'd like a plate of romaine lettuce, no cheese, no dressing, and a side of lemon wedges. <laughs> I'm still full from the muffin I had this morning. <laughs> you know, just hearing how much you had to eat today so far has killed my appetite completely. <laughs> uh, look, uh, what's your name? Uh, Lenny. Lenny, just bring me a plate of steamed carrots. Don't add salt or pepper or let it get too close to butter. Just a plate of steamed carrots. That's all. Okay. <laughs> I need to go and... Oh, and, and excuse my indulgent friend. She's had an eating disorder since childhood. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll take a stalk of celery. You know, don't even cook it. Just one stalk. And here, take this sugar caddy away as it may tempt my friend here to binge and purge. <laughs> Funny, ha ha. Listen, Lenny, please take the caddy away and cancel my entire order. All I need is this one packet of Splenda. That'll be more than a satisfying lunch. You know, cancel 
my order as well. In fact, take this cliff bar since I won't be hungry for the rest of the day. Oh, little piggy, you, try, you plan on eating for the rest of the week? Here, Lenny, take this check. It's all the money I have in the world, which I won't need since I plan on never eating again. Wait, wait, Lenny. Take my credit cards, my cash, and my house keys so you can go to my house and take all my food. Oh, on top of that, take one of my kidneys as well. Take both of my kidneys. I'll get a machine in here to suck the fat out of my ass. Oh, mine too! So, you'll both be having the special? Yes, yes please. please. <laughs> Excellent. And now, a word from our sponsor. Looking for that last minute Father's Day gift? Why not treat your dad to one of our specials at the Rabbit Hutch? Right off of I-40 in Candler. All of our girls have been plucked fresh from the mountains of Madison County before the meth rots their teeth. <laughs> so you know they're enticing. Dad's Day specials includes, but are not limited to, talk to me, I'm not your wife. <laughs> Only $29.99. Lick my stretch marks. Only $49.99. Put it in my bullet wound with chastity. Only $53.99. And our family favorite, the father-son spit roast for a low, low, low $39.99. So bring dear old dad down to the rabbit hutch right off of I-40 in Candler, and he'll have the time of his life. And now, we venture deep onto the nefarious dealings of the most despicable organizations in crime, the League of Evil. Tonight's episode, Stab Me Once, Shame on you. Stab me twice. Shame on me. Welcome. Welcome to the bi-weekly meeting of the League of Evil. We're a little short on time today, so let's get down to business. Let us begin by stating what acts of evil you have committed in the past fortnight. Calculator? <laughs> well, using my ingenious yet infernal machines, I have bored a series of tunnels down to the very core of the Earth. The tunnels will connect with the molten core, piping super vast quantities of magma straight into the subway tunnels of cities in every country, wrecking havoc and destroying property for millions. Very nice, very nice calculator. As for me, let me begin by asking if you have noticed the unusual weather of late. Well, let me tell you, it is due to my turning the world upside down. North is now south, up is down, summer is winter, and winter is... Well, well, you get the idea. What's more, unless the UN gives in to my ransom demands of one billion dollars, I shall hurtle asteroids into the world's oceans, causing mega tsunamis that devastate the coastal cities across the globe. Yes, yes, I am awesome. <laughs> and impressive. But enough about me. It's always a pleasure to add some new blood and fresh perspective to our little group. And so, as your recently elected head of the membership committee, it gives me great pleasure to introduce our newest pledge to the League, Scar Truce. Spasible. Thank you all so very much. And well, first, let me say I started in awe of League's members an amount of evil you are responsible for. I can only hope that you will find my small contribution worthy of your evil attention. Flattery will get you everywhere, my little fiend. 
seriously, though, get on with it. Time is money. What, what acts of evil do you bring to the table this week? Okay, okay. I burned down orphanage. You what? I burned down orphanage. Was was anyone killed? Uh, orphans mainly. <laughs> did you did you give them any warning? If I warned them, it would not be very evil. Now would it? Uh, point taken. Did the orphanage fail to give in to your ransom demands? What ransom demands? You didn't attempt to extort any money. That seems so, how you say, overdone. What? Was there any purpose? To be super evil. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, shit, that was, uh, that was super evil. <laughs> um, all right, we'll, we'll explore this later. But for now, let us look into the future. What evil shall you be committing next? Calculator, go first. I have cracked the genetic code of trees. <laughs> Allowing me to mutate them into man-eating carnivores. Is it reversible? It is. For a price. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Scartruce, what's next from your devious brain? Well... I have spent some time observing home of one American actor known by Tom Hanks. Go on. I, I am now aware of his daily schedule of comings and goings, and most important, when he is being alone. Ooh, sounds promising. So, in the next ten days, I plan to kidnapping Mr. Tom Hanks. Oh, goody, goody. And then, I shall skin him alive while streaming it live on the internet. <laughs> and? And what? And... The goal of all of this? To skin Tom Hanks alive on internet. That's it? Ah, what, what more could you want? Uh, okay, Scartreus, we need to talk. What? You don't like plan? No, no, it's a fine plan, but for what it is, it's just that... Not evil enough? I know, I wanted to go further, taking cute little wife and turning her inside out. But I'm not wanting to be greedy. No, 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 no. <laughs> your, your plan is fine as far as the evil goes. It's just that it... Uh, it uh, the, the type of evil you do, it's so... Uh, um, oh, what's the word? Uh, 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 cruel? Yes, yes, cruel. <laughs> what do you mean, cruel? It's just that your plans lack a certain uh, joy de verve. <laughs> I, I do not understand. You see, your type of evil lacks the pageantry we here at the League of Evil tried to create. What we do has color and vibrance, while your evil is so very, very, very dark. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that gets us bad press. <laughs> bad press? Mega tsunamis and man-eating trees not for bad press? Yes, but we do it with class. <laughs> what is this? What, what, is, what is this? The intruder alarm. Someone has entered the building. <laughs> Hold it right there, evildoers. <laughs> You're all under arrest. Well, if it isn't Wonder Boy, <laughs> to what do we owe this surprise visit? <laughs> As if you didn't know. Enlighten me. <laughs> Burning orphans and their kittens. That was pretty bad. <laughs> but to plan on skinning an American treasure like Tom Hanks alive? Well, that's just wrong. <laughs> you see, Scartruce, you see what we mean? Bad press. You're all coming with me. Fat chance, since there are three of us and only one of you. 
No matter. I can never be defeated as long as I'm married to Lady Liberty. Hey! Hey! Get your hands off me! Just put down that knife! Take that, Wonder Stooge. Then try this on for size. So cold! For, for God's sake, Scartruce, that's what we were talking about. That was just, just, that was awful. That's what that was. He was going to be arresting us. Wonder Boy, he wasn't about to arrest Dick. He's done this before. He breaks in here every now and then. Why you not deal with this before? Because he's harmless, and, and I play golf with his dad. I, I don't even think he's a real superhero. I've never seen any powers. Besides, look at him. He's calling himself Wonder Boy, and he's, he's clearly a, a middle-aged man. I do not believe this. You really need to work on your anger issues. I not have anger issues. Whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down, calm down. Have a glass of sherry. You are not League of Evil. You are League of Jagoffs. There is no reason, no reason at all to start the name calling. My boobs are more manly than you. Now listen here, you. Speak up, please. Your little girl voice is hard to hear in such big room. Just because I don't wield warrantless bloodshed is my choice of weapon. Fine. Fine, fine. No, that's what you want? Me to stab someone? Fine. I'll stab the calculator. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> there, there. Happy? Happy now? I, I think you missed my internal organs. That's good. That was Girl Scout stab. Allow me. Oh, no, please don't. Oh! I'll show you. <laughs> oh! Oh! Mm. <laughs> Calculator is dead? I'm okay. <laughs> As I am mostly machine, but I am in so much pain. That was incredible. <laughs> I feel so alive. It is. Now you say, quite the rush, no? Yes. Scartruce, come to me. Duh. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Maybe we should just call the meeting over? Um, you know, I'm just going to let myself out and let you figure this, this whole thing. <laughs> oh, I don't... I don't think I've ever felt this way about someone before. You? Yes. I think, I think I may, I think I may love you. Oh, I am making the blushing. <laughs> My God, you are attractive when you, wait, what? Wait, why, why are you still holding the knife? <laughs> to do this. You fell for oldest trick in books, sucker. Now, as they say in my country, dos vidanya, Felicia. That teaches me to advertise for minions on Craigslist. Anybody? L little help here? What devious treachery will the future hold? Turn in next time for the League of Evil. And now, a super happy true history moment. On April 14th, 1865, in full view of a theater audience packed to the walls celebrating the impending end of a brutal war, the President of the United States was assassinated. Who would want to commit such a heinous act? How could they have done it? And most of all, why? 
After hundreds of hours of poring over official documents and eyewitness accounts and trolling thousands of Reddit postings, <laughs> we finally believe we have the real story. So, with no further ado, the super happy players will now reenact the events of that evening the way they truly played out. <laughs> Guys, 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 he's here, he just arrived. Oh, oh my God, now I'm nervous. Did you see him? No, 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 but the crowd's pretty pumped. Just do the show like we always do it. Come on, JG, this isn't any normal performance. This is it, this is the one. This is the one that's gonna make us famous. He's just a member of the audience like any other member of the audience. How can you say that? I get nervous when a critic from the paper comes, but this... Ah, don't even mind it, it's no big deal, Sarah. Bullshit. Look, you saw the write-ups that was done from the original production in New York. That was just the critics. This is the President of the United States. The country's a mess and the President goes to see a play. That's all they're going to talk about. I don't buy that. If he says one word, just one good thing about our American cousin, we can basically write our own tickets. Seriously, this is the chance we've all been waiting for. Maybe reporters will ask him what he thought. Maybe they'll ask him about my performance. Or mine. Or mine. Maybe they'll ask him how the sarsaparillas at concessions were. Mr. President, how were the lines at the men's room? Did they have to hold act two? God, you're so jaded. Bah. Maybe he'll come backstage to congratulate us. <gasps> Maybe right when we're changing. <laughs> oh, you think Mary Todd's gonna allow that? She shouldn't be the only one who gets to run her fingers through that dreamy beard of his. <laughs> He can chop my timber. <laughs> look, 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 okay, okay, look, you have to stop. Please, just treat this like any other performance. I don't need to be on stage with a bunch of honest Abe fangirls and have one of you go up on a line. Oh, don't worry about it, JG. We're not a bunch of hacks. Mm. Huh. Speak of the devil. Hi, Johnny. Hey, John. Johnny, what are you doing here? <laughs> I just thought I'd come by and see how you guys were doing. <laughs> hey, did you hear? What? The president is here to see the show tonight. You don't say. <laughs> oh, Johnny, isn't it just so exciting? <laughs> uh, why would I care about that traitorous Yankee? So, what brings you to Washington, Johnny? Uh, an audition. <laughs> Confederate theater company? <laughs> <laughs> uh, laugh it up, douchebags. What was the audition, Johnny? Julius Caesar. Ooh, such a great play. Right? I get off on plays with violence and assassination and whatnot. Yeah? <laughs> My knickers get dewy just thinking about it. <laughs> So how'd the audition go, Johnny? Oh, you know, the usual. Don't telegraph us. We'll telegraph you. <laughs> but why don't you give it up, John? My dream? Yeah, you know Eddie gets all the plum rolls. <laughs> I could have more impact with my index finger than my brother could in his whole body. Maybe you just weren't meant to play Brutus, Johnny. <laughs> Just once to stand on stage, all eyes on me, and shout to the heavens, Six Simper Tyrannus! Someday, Johnny. Someday. Someday. <laughs> John, why don't you buzz off and let us finish getting ready? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Hey, why don't you stay and watch? Well, sure, you can go up the back stairwell. Oh, it goes right past the president's private box. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Pastor? Huh? Oh, yeah. Ford's Theater is just filled with back stairways, hidey holes. Yeah, and if you run into the man himself, put in a good word for us employed actors. <laughs> <laughs> and after tonight, everyone will know our names. <laughs> Sorry, John. Some are just meant for obscurity. Yeah, uh, I'll see you on the boards. <laughs> Poor Johnny. Enough with poor Johnny. Tonight's our night, and no sad sack bushwhacker like Johnny Booth is going to take that away. <laughs> the president, call. this is gonna be our big break. Five minutes, everyone. 
Break Thank a leg tonight. Thank, Thank you, five. <laughs> okay, everybody, bring it in. Long live the president on three. One, two, three. Long, Long live, live the, the president! president. <laughs> yes! Let's have a good show, everybody. <laughs> that night, the performance of our American cousin that was to make our intrepid actors famous was interrupted early in the first act due to technical difficulties. <laughs> the show would not continue, and later that evening, Sarah would chip a tooth on a hard roll. This has been a super happy, true history moment. keeps a relationship alive. Most professionals will break it all down to honest communication. But how honest is too honest? On a beautiful summer's day, Allison sits at her kitchen table, daydreaming. Her boyfriend, Chris, enters. Allie, have you seen my phone? Allie? Oh, hmm? My phone, have you seen it? Oh, uh, no, I haven't. Sorry, I was lost in thought. Uh, what were you thinking about? Nothing. Just what I would change about myself if I could. What's to change? I think you're perfect just the way you are. Oh, that's not true. We could all use a little adjustment, even you. Well, I'm happy the way I am. You sure? Isn't there something you'd change given the chance? I can't think of anything. Really? No. Nothing? No, I'm pretty comfortable in my own skin. What about your penis? <laughs> My what? Your penis. Would you change anything about it? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yes, I am sure. Come on. It's human nature to ponder the what-ifs in life. Yes, I am sure. Don't get touchy. It's just a question. Well, it, it's like if I asked you if you wanted to change your boobs. But I do. I've always wanted them to be a bit more uh, supple. Well, I think your boobs are perfectly fine the way they are. Well, for you, perhaps, but I always had bigger dreams. Dreams of greatness. <laughs> dreams of greater breasts? Well, no, just dreams of greatness. But great breasts are just a part of the deal. What, what do your breasts have to do with greatness? Nothing. I... And everything. <laughs> So, uh, since you brought it up, what would you change about... Your penis? <sighs> yes, my penis. Well, it is a little small. Small? <laughs> you asked. Besides, what else could you change? I don't, I don't, I don't know. The, the, the color? Well, the color is fine. <laughs> Shape isn't even too bad. But it's the size that's really the issue. It, it, it's, it's not small. <clears throat> Look, I, I have had more than a few girlfriends in my time mention how they appreciate my size. Oh, weren't they sweet? <laughs> One even said she wishes I was a bit smaller. Was she a dwarf? Allison! It's just a question. No need to get excited. Talking about the inadequacies of my manhood is not the conversation I was expecting, okay? Look, you're not tiny, just... A wee bit under average. I am not. Just a wee bit. A wee bit. Get it? Wee bit. Wee wee. Not funny. And I am not below average. I hate to break it to you, but I've seen a few one-eyed Charlies in my time, so I think I would know. Allie, the fact is most men have a length of just under six inches. See? Below average. I am not. In fact, I am above average. Well, how do you know? I measured it. Did you use the metric system? Will you stop it? <laughs> Besides, if you measured it, you must be aware it's anticlimactic. Allison! I still love you. Really? Funny way of showing it. There are some things in life that we cannot change, so no need in hiding from them. No, no more, okay? No more talk about my, my size. I'm finished. Okay. No more penis talk. Good.
know, when I really think about it, I'd really rather you do something about your balls. For God's sake. <laughs> I'm just saying. What is wrong with my balls? They're, they're ugly. <laughs> ugly? Yep. You got yourself some ugly balls. <laughs> they're balls, Allison. They're supposed to be ugly. Yeah. But yours especially. <laughs> How? How so? Well, to start with, they're huge. Huge? Gi freaking enormous. That's 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 ridiculous. Well, tell me, Mr. Smarty Pants, what's the average size of a pair of testicles? How should I know? Seems like that little factoid should be right next to the average penis size. Well, it's not. Oh, let's look it up on Wikipedia. No. If you're gonna be focused on the size of your sausage, you need to know about the size of the eggs. It's not the same thing. I don't see how. Look, if you put John Holmes Wang up against your gigantic balls, it would look tiny too. Perspective is important. Allison, you're just being ridiculous. My testicles are exactly the size they are supposed to be. If you say so. Well, you could at least trim them every now and then. What? Well, I mean, a little manscaping can be good for the soul. How you live in the summer with a wool coat on your junk is beyond me. I mean, at the very least, a nice trim might help with the odor. No, no, no more. No more about this. Okay, I'm sorry. Whatever. I didn't mean to upset you. Well, you did. Well, I didn't think you'd be so sensitive. Clearly. Look, I got I gotta get out of here. I, I just I, I just can't talk to you right now, right? I'm gonna go out for a drive or something and uh, clear my head. Have you seen my keys? Nope. Christ, I can't catch a break at all today. Go with the flow. Improvise. Improvise what, Allison? I need my keys. I can't start the car with my dick, you know? Well, have you tried? It might fit. God damn! <laughs> Boys, go fig. <laughs> and now we return to the dark underbelly of American greed, duplicity, and corporate espionage. Thrill to the moral quandary that is life of crime. This is another installment in the nefarious group known only as the League of Evil. Tonight's episode, The Getaway. We join the evildoers shortly after they have broken into a high school security environment. A high security environment to steal classified data. <laughs> I grew up in Charlotte, they were the same. <laughs> Evil Slavic temptress, Gartruse, and the half-man, half-machine known as the Calculator hide out in a parking garage just moments after their daring raid, waiting for the getaway driver. A mysterious man known as the Mustache. <laughs> Did they see us? Yet. We are being safe for now. <sighs> Duh. So, uh, where is this guy? This is where he said to meet. I know not, Calculator. But I do know if he betrays us, vengeance will be mine. Leave your desire for vengeance now, Scarchfoos, for I am here. <laughs> Determine when and where I employ vengeance. We are still in danger. You must take us to safety. Hey, slow your roll, Nikita. <laughs> first things first, were you successful? Of course. I have it all on your here thumb drive. Excellent. This will fetch us. Wait, what kind of thumb drive is that? Oh, <laughs> it's shaped like Yoda for good luck. Are you a child? Look, look, it can even speak. You just let me push this button. Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> Might I remind you two men?
Ken and your toy. That we must get out from here? Oh, she's right. My internal scanner just picked up an APB. The police are on their way. Then let us to my car. Uh, this is your car? What is that, like a 98 Camry? <laughs> yeah, why do you ask? Well, I, I would think that a man of your reputation would drive something a bit uh, flashier. It's a fine car. It runs great, it's inconspicuous, you can't beat the gas mileage, <laughs> and it's paid for. Now get in. <laughs> wow, it's surprisingly roomy. I uh, know, right? <laughs> Please to get moving. Right on, baby. Let's do this. Mustache, we need to leave now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patience is a virtue, my little Pashka. I am not your little Pashka. Where is problem? There's no problem. Wait, wait the car night start? Dead car means dead mustache. Did you leave the lights on? No, no, man. The car's fine. It's just... It's complicated, really. What? I have to unlock the engine by blowing into this breathalyzer. <laughs> I don't understand why you must blow. A, a DWI, okay? I, I have a DWI. How did you get a... It was last year. I was snared at a sobriety checkpoint. Complete frame job. Police were only interested in their quota, and my lawyer was a complete ass. So for the next six months, I have to pass this breath test before I'm allowed to drive. Well, do what you have to do. Da. Stop with the dilly-dally. Nothing but a thing, baby. Observe. Well, this certainly is a pickle. Calculator. Perhaps you can hack into CPU. Excuse me? What? I, I thought you were a big hacker genius. Oh, this thing is so old, it practically runs on steam. <laughs> Wait, maybe I could use my Apple Newton to hack into it. Oh, no, the battery's died. <laughs> well then, calculator, you must blow in my stead. Me? Yeah, you. It'll allow us to escape. I guess that would be fine. Solid. Wait, why can't you make it work? Have you been drinking? <laughs> Is it not obvious? I have not been drinking. The device is inordinately sensitive and therefore prone to police a false positive. It reacts negatively to mouthwash or cinnamon or gum or even... Vast quantities of low-grade whiskey to make up for physical inadequacies? Hey! <laughs> if you must know, I had one drink. One. Just to steady my nerves, that's all. I'm also rather well endowed, if you must know. <laughs> all mustache men are. That's not what Lady Kilgore said. Lady Kilgore's a whore! You should never listen to her. So, you have been drinking? I have not been drinking. I had one drink. Well, in that case, I think I should be the one to drive. Impossible. No one drives the stash sedan but the stash. Well, then you have given me a moral quandary. A moral quandary? You just broke into a highly secure facility, successfully obtaining extremely sensitive and potentially dangerous information, with which we intend to sell to the highest bidder on the black market for the sole purpose of financing our greedy and perverse way of life, but for this, you have a moral quandary? <laughs> Look, I, I cannot be an enabler. <sighs> Fine. Unlock the engine and you can drive. Man, have you been drinking? Not really. Come here. His breath smells like wine. Let go of me. Okay, yes, before we met, I was doing some research into low-cost wines for a blog I contribute to. Oh, perhaps you've heard of it. Merloglow.net? <laughs> Don't let the name fool you. We cover far more than just Merlot. I said we should change the name, but who listens to me? So as I was saying... Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Is he dead? Da. Normally I abhor violence, but well done. You're welcome. Actually, I, I'm not dead due to my body being more machine than man. I can find a way. 
you know, I think I'll just let myself out so that you two can resolve the unspoken sexual tension. <laughs> now that he's gone, care to blow my tube? <laughs> I will do it for your share of monies. What? Oh, no, baby, I ain't down with that. No monies, no blow on mustache's pipe. <laughs> There's no negotiation here. Without your assistance, we both go to prison. Prison, ha! I survive Siberia. Your prison will be like picnic. All right, half? Da, agreed. All right, hurry up. <laughs> well, fuck monkeys. <laughs> Have you been drinking? I am Russian, what did you expect? <laughs> That's it, the deal's off. Yet, you asked if I was sober, not part of deal. You're insane. You have yet to see me being insane. All right, stay right there. Oh, a gun. You like foreplay? <laughs> You're on your own. I'll go by foot, and I'm taking the thumb drive with me. And with that, Mr. Mustache scurried away believing he and he alone had won the day. But, as he made his way down the street... Uh-oh. This isn't good. Freeze! <laughs> what? What, no, officer? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a simple businessman. I'm on, on his way to a meeting. Whatever, dirtbag. You match the description of a man who just mugged a sweet old Russian woman. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Wait, did you say Russian? Bring her up here. Ma'am, is this the one? Oh, yes, that is him. Be very careful. He is very dangerous. Stay back, sir. Officer, you must know that this woman He's is... making move. Taze him. Take him down. <laughs> all right, all right, that's enough. Not moving now, are you? Does he have my things? Here we go. Is this your Yoda thumb drive? Oh, has all my family photos. Here you go. And as for this guy, he's gonna go to jail for a long, long time. How's that feel, scumbag? <laughs> hey, where did the woman go? Oh, probably down to the station. Probably right. All right, let's get this piece of shit to jail. <laughs> As we see, once again, crime doesn't pay. Well, it did for Scartruce, but them's the breaks. Tune in next time for another exciting episode of The League of Evil. Welcome back to Jacking Around with Jack and Summer. I'm Jack Jackerson. And I'm Summer Henderson. And we are here with the dark one himself, Satan. Or as he would prefer to be called, Lucifer. That's correct. Lucifer is my given name. While Satan was the creation of an ancient Jewish PR firm to distort my image for their own purposes. Huh, PR firm. So the stories we've heard about you are incorrect? Some of them have been stretched to the point of distortion, so yes. Are you saying that you are not then the prince of lies? Well, everybody lies now and, the now and then, so to name me prince seems a bit out there. So the uh, popular belief is that you are out to claim the souls of men. And women. Don't forget the women. <laughs> right, and the women to an external existence of hell and damnation. How accurate is that? Uh, honestly, it's more like a spa than a lake of fire. A spa? Indeed. Hot rock therapy, mud baths, the occasional flailing of the skin. A flailing of the skin? Oh, is that any different from a chemical peel? Uh, I guess not. <laughs> Maybe I'll come take a tour one day. We'd love to have you. I can set up an appointment for next Thursday. Oh, really? Sure. Just sign this day pass. Oh, this sounds fun. <laughs> Uh, just a minute. Lucifer, 
This is a contract claiming Summer's eternal soul. <laughs> Lucifer! <laughs> well, can't blame a hell beast for trying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I suppose we can't. Uh, moving on, our next guest has traveled the world, often under a variety of names. Globally, he's known as Thanatos, Namtar, Sagbada, Kali, Anpal, Marzana, Calm, And even Seth. But here in the good old U.S. of A, he goes by a simpler title. Please, everybody here, give a warm round of applause for Deb! Satan. Death. Welcome to the show, Mr. Death. Pardon me, but I'd rather not shake hands. Uh, I'm sorry? Jeez, Jack, you know he can't shake hands. His touch is the end. Oh, right. Actually, it's because I have a nasty cold. I did it! <laughs> but she's right as well. Well, that sure sounds nasty. Mm, occupational hazard. That's what happens when most of your clients are the elderly. Germ incubators, and kids are the same way. So, Mr. Death, this must be a busy time for you. Yeah, it can be. Uh, I've got a full caseload, but most of my clients are staying put, so it's not as tricky as you would think. When is it tricky? Oh, the fall is the worst. Most of my clients go on bus trips during that time. If I collect a soul outside of their home state, there is so much paperwork. <laughs> it can be a real drag. However, after the leaves change, I usually catch up on the backlogs before the holidays. <laughs> yeah, and dump a bunch of work on us working stiffs. You know what it's like to get such an influx like that? Talk about paperwork. <laughs> Whatever, I don't hear Jesus complaining. <laughs> That's because he's not here, Skeletor. <laughs> he can text me if there's an issue. Of course he doesn't complain. He gets, what, one soul for every thousand I get? So, so you're complaining to me about being successful. Oh, cry me a lake of fire, will you? <laughs> Let's call him. Huh? Right now. Pick up the phone and call him. I don't want to. Why not? I just don't. Is it because Jesus can bring back the dead? <laughs> no. Yeah, I bet it is. I always forget about that. Yeah, death isn't so eternal now, is it? Back off. <laughs> or what? You think I got it so easy? You try and corral millions of murderers, rapists, dictators. It takes work. I would kill to be able to float around and lightly touch people on the back, causing them to die. You think my job is easy? Old people rarely go quietly. They spray me with the rape spray. <laughs> Throw scalding soup or coffee in my face. Look at my face. This isn't what it was supposed to look like. I was a good-looking guy once. But I have a few thousand crazy folks throwing scalding water or acid. Yeah, yeah. They throw acid in my face. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Granny. You think you can run from me? <laughs> I got Spiro Agnew. I can get you, too. Oh. Oh, you gonna cry? Oh, wait, I guess you can't, because you ain't got no eyes. <laughs> Fine. Tell you what. How about I send down Ted Cruz? Oh. You wouldn't. Just watch me. <laughs> Isn't hell organized in a top-down fashion? Oh, imagine the protests when they can't be free and try to do things that they're not supposed to do. All right, boys. Don't make me separate you. Look at you two. Satan, without death, Hell would be a lonely place. And death, without Satan, who would keep all those lost souls properly corralled? 
he's right. Yeah, yeah, I guess he is. <laughs> Come on, give me a high five. Come on, both of you. And you two dead? Oh! Fine. See? <laughs> it's all working out. Strange, I just got a headache. Uh, uh, well, this has been fun. <laughs> I gotta go, work, 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 ha, ha, ha. Oh, Don't be silly, Dad, stay for the next guest. <laughs> is it, is it hot in here? No, really, I, I have an appointment. I, I feel dizzy. It, it, is it because of me? I, I'm really sorry I got so defensive. Hang out, maybe we'll get a beer afterward. Now I'm cold. Oh. Jack? So, so very cold. Oh. Jack? He's dead. <laughs> Way to go, death. What did I do? Oh, you know very well what you did. Just because someone dies, it doesn't mean it's my fault. Could have been his time to go. Not cool, bro. <laughs> not cool. It's, it's not my fault. Then whose is it? Mom? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Just own up, brother. It had to be you. Fine. Fine, I did it. I took his life accidentally. Oh, you accidentally took his life. Well, that makes it all better. Look, you puny little half-monkey. <laughs> you know what a hassle this is going to cause? Imagine the paperwork I'll have to fill out for an accidental death. It's endless. I'm pretty sure bitching about paperwork isn't the best strategy here, Skullface. Yes. <laughs> Duff it, Longhorn. <laughs> Just apologize like a man, or a skull man, whatever you are. <laughs> Is that what you want? Fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. It was an accident. Now, can I get out of here? If it's an accident, couldn't you bring him back? Are you mental? No. No, I can't bring him back. That's not how it works. Couldn't you at least try? <laughs> Never. I can't bring him back. What I touch ceases to be. I am the great equalizer. <laughs> I may not be bribed or countered or delayed. I am eternal. I am death. Look upon my works, ye mortals, and know your time is coming. <laughs> I bet you do a mean Shatner impersonation. <laughs> well, and with that, I'd like to introduce our next guest. Worshipped for over 2,000 years, one of the most recognizable people on the planet, capable of performing miracles such as water from wine, healing the sick, and bringing back the dead. Great. <laughs> Here Underbelly of Gotham City, the Batcave, where the Dark Knight himself is auditioning a replacement for his recently departed sidekick Robin. Gee, Batman, I can't believe I get to work for you as your new sidekick. Yes, you did very well. Of all the applicants, you were the only one to survive the trials without death or dismemberment. <laughs> yeah, I especially feel bad for that Joey guy. I mean, he fell into acid. Not much left of him. <laughs> and poor Katie, I impaled onto that spike in the lower cave. She'll live, but probably not walk. Yes, the trials are dangerous and life-threatening. 
but so is the job. After all, the Joker, as you know, pulls no punches. Right. Uh, I can't wait to go out on patrol to the streets as Batman and the new Robin. Hold it right there, my little chum. We will patrol the streets, but not as Batman and Robin. Robin is no more, so we must find you a new moniker. Oh. Oh. Oh, I get it. All right. We can be Batman and the Eagle. Uh, <laughs> no, that is not going to work. Uh, what about Batman and the Raptor? Uh, no, just, just hold a second. Batman and the Hawk. No, no, the vicious hawk. Quiet. <laughs> there are rules to the naming convention. Naming conventions? Well, yes, rules, as it were, to make sure our full title is balanced. I don't understand. Well, think about Batman and Robin. Okay. You have a man who's a bat, right? <laughs> yeah? yeah. Kind of scary, right? Uh, a man bat. <laughs> so, the sidekick, you, needs a name that's not quite as scary. Why? Merchandising, mostly. <laughs> Merchandising? You know it. How else could I fund this lavish operation? Uh, I, I thought you were a billionaire. How do you think I earned all that cash? Toys, that's how. <laughs> hey! You see? Yeah. Now, let's find you a name. Hmm. I've got it. How about Batman and the Loon? <laughs> no. I that's not good. No? <laughs> Definitely not. Okay, okay. How about the bush tit? <laughs> Jesus, no. What's wrong with bush tit? <laughs> it sounds like an Australian slang for softcore porn. <laughs> right, right. Uh, here's one I'm fond of. The chickadee. Think of the quotes in the paper. Besides, I do a great impersonation of W.C. Fields. <laughs> W.C. who? I guess that is a dated reference. Just how old are you? Quiet, quiet. How about Snowy Egret? Ooh, how about not? Yellow-bellied flycatcher? Just stop. Never. The California gnatcatcher? Nope. Cackling goose? No. The magnificent hummingbird? Uh-uh. Pygmy nuthatch? Do I? <laughs> Do I look like a pygmy? Oyster catcher? <laughs> no! Red-throated pippet? No! <laughs> Buff-breasted sandpiper? <laughs> what? Well, you do have a well-developed chest. <laughs> Try again. Tufted titmouse. Okay, stop, just stop. Look, I don't think this is gonna work out. No, no, you need to stay. I need a sidekick. Why, what for? Well, <laughs> come out with it. it it's, it's difficult to say out loud. Tell me. Well, you know my illustrious list of arch villains. Yeah. Turns out whenever I have a sidekick, they tend to... Tend to what? <laughs> Focus on killing the sidekick. <laughs> Rather than you? Yep. So I am nothing but a shield? Well, that sounds a bit harsh, but uh, sort of, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that doesn't sound very nice. It sounds sort of dangerous. Of course it's dangerous. You would be the sidekick to Batman. But I thought I would be your partner, not your shield. It's understandable that you feel that way, but think of the perks. <laughs> Such as? Such as business cards with your superhero name on it. <laughs> as tempting as that sounds, we still haven't even found a name for me yet. Oh, but we will. But I'm not even a real superhero. I'm just a shield. Wait. <laughs> That's it. What? My name. It could be the shield. <laughs> The shield. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't, don't like it. I prefer bush tea. But <laughs> Hush now, little bush tit. <laughs> it's time for you to take a nap. Fuck that noise. <laughs> I'm out of here. What? Seriously, this is a bunch of bull. I, I want to fight crime and strike fear into the hearts of evildoers, but I can't do that if I'm known as bush tits. Give it some time. No, I won't give it some time. You know what? That Joey guy was right about you. Who, who's Joey? Oh, for God's sakes, man. That's Batman. <laughs> Whatever, he was one of the candidates, the one who fell into the acid. Whatever. He said you were definitely a Freud case. What do you mean? Oh, with the exaggerated ears of your costume, the emasculating sidekick's names, and the ridiculous codpiece you wear, you are definitely compensating for something. The death of my parents. That was like three decades ago, dude! Get over it! <laughs> But I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, more like sad man. I'm out of here. Oh. Now I am sad. Oh. I am sad man. Oh. <laughs> I need something to lift my spirits. <laughs> Alfred. Draw me a bath, a bubble bath. Will Batman get his bubble bath? Will he get a new sidekick? Find out next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. We raise our scripts to you, Adam West. Later that day, in that cafe on the west side of town. Uh, more coffee? Uh, yes, please. Ma'am? Uh, decaf, please. Hmm. Oh, wait, I asked for decaf. Yes, ma'am, I, I heard you. Isn't that the same pot? No. That pot was in my left hand. This one is in my right. Right hand is always decaf. Oh. Do you have any questions? Yes, does the cream of potato contain any dairy? In the cream of potato. No, no, it does not. Now, would you like to care to order a cocktail while you think things over? I'd like a beer. Something watery, with just a thin hint of flavor above the harsh effervescence of artificial carbonation. Sounds great. Coors Light it is. And the lady, white zen. No, that's not sweet enough for you. Riesling with a splash of Sprite. Oh, that's my favorite. You are so good at your job, you must love it so. Oh, I do, I do, I, I don't. <laughs> Hello out there in podcast land. Let me assure you, I don't. But who does? I certainly don't hate it. It's just a job, yet I didn't think I'd end up here. Hi, my name is Lenny. You may remember me as the waiter from the sketch in the last show. <laughs> Once upon a time, I had potential. It's true. From grade school on, I was told that I was smarter, quicker, and better than most of my classmates. I studied hard, made good grades, and went to a good school on scholarship to study creative writing. <laughs> While there, I made friends, read the great works of literature, discovered drugs, stayed up late into the night, took more drugs, <laughs> discovered the secrets of the multiverse, sobered up for a while, and then had my first poem published. The world was before me. I was poised for success. And then, and then, nothing. Success eluded me from then on until I found myself here. We're ready to order now? Yeah, 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 Bob's your uncle. I'm not bitter, though. <laughs> It helps that I'm not alone. Take this fellow here. Well, I, I have a degree in Asian studies and am fluent in both 
region dialects of Japanese. That's great. And what sort of work do you do? Uh, I translate imported anime for the adult market. <laughs> Your professors must be so proud. And ma'am, how about you? Oh, I have a degree in feminist studies from Sarah Lawrence. And? I'm a secretary in a cheese factory. <laughs> oh, I went to UNCA for a humanities degree. Uh-oh. What does that mean? Who knows? <laughs> but for now, I work at a used bookstore. I have a master's degree in public relations. I work for UPS. Marketing department? Nope, I load trucks from midnight to 7 a.m. Good for you. Onward we march, together. We had no idea we'd end up here. How could we? Yet we try and find some meaning in our lives. I am helping fanboys get their spank on over tentacle porn. <laughs> I've learned the detailed history of cheese, or, or as the French say, fromage. I get to buy really cool stuff at cost. <laughs> Freight is the backbone of our country. And what does all of this really amount to? A, A big, big old pile of bullshit. bullshit. We, we wanted to make change. We wanted success. We, we wanted to speak for a generation. We wanted to make art. And look where we are. We're not alone, though. Many have thought that they would wind up somewhere, only to find out you might find yourself anywhere. You may find yourself as the CEO of a major company. You may find yourself bussing tables at Denny's. You may find yourself with a massive collection of Coldplay ephemera. You may, <laughs> you may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. <laughs> and you may ask yourself, well, how, how did, did I get, get here? here? This concludes tonight's broadcast of the Super Happy Radio Hour. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We are back here on this stage Sunday, July 16th. Now, how about some love for our super happy players? Adam Arthur. Sarah Felmet. Kimbrell Kinsey, Cody McGuark, Darren Marshall, and the lovely Rodney Smith. I'm your host, Jill Summers. Thank you so much for joining us. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or search Super Happy Radio Hour on your favorite podcast app. Also, please leave a review and give us five stars if you like what we do. We appreciate it, and it really helps on the business end of things. Also, don't be shy. Please spread the super happy vibe. Get out on the interwebs and tell everyone. You can follow us on the Facey Spaces and even write a review of our show. The best reviews come from our respected sources, and that's you. Hashtag audience review. Yes. From all of us to all of you, Godot and Goblets.